You're listening to American Snippets, the all-American podcast for those looking to dream bigger, live better, and make an impact. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of American Snippets. I'm your co-host, Barb Allen, doing something a little different today because of something that I saw pop up on my feed this morning, which I could not allow to go unanswered. This is what I learned this morning. I learned that President Trump is solely responsible for the hatred, anarchy, and divisiveness in this country. He is the reason friendships are being exposed as lies and relationships are being mourned. How do I know this, you ask? Because that is what is being spouted everywhere from celebrities, media outlets, and social media, including my feed this morning. And from the looks of it, people are actually believing it. The latest evidence appeared in an article that was shared today. This article was shared by a woman that I consider to be an amazing mother. I think she is a strong woman. She's just an all-around good person. I have the good fortune to know in person. And she's somebody that I've actually often wished I could be more like. I just, I really adore this person. But she shared this article and she actually believes it, which fascinated me. This article is by John Pavlovich, who I'd never heard of before, but with one click, it revealed that he is actually a a revered writer. He's widely accepted as a person of influence, largely by those with a liberal leaning or on the far, far left. He titled this article, This Presidency is Killing Relationships and We're All Grieving. The article opens by lamenting the loss of friendships everywhere. At first, it appears to be a piece that accurately represents what many Americans are feeling across all party lines. The absolute dismay accompanying watching people we know, love, and respect being seized with anger and projecting that anger at anybody who disagrees with them. It talks about people rejecting science. Up to that point, I was with him, but he lost me immediately after that. Here's what Pavlovich is preaching. First, he talks about complete disconnect between people's past good and present ugliness and the explosion of racism. Now, those are inflammatory words that do a great job of invoking a heightened level of emotion in the reader while being extremely misleading at the same time. There has not been an explosion of racism. Racism has simply been hijacked to promote political agendas. In fact, This entire country was united after the George Floyd murder, and that unity was instantly and intentionally shattered by the Black Lives Matter Marxist organization, which trampled all over the true message and the just cause for the sake of its own agenda. Pavlovich continues, and I quote, I can microscopically parcel out every conceivable contributing factor. White supremacy, the pro-life lie, Fox News propaganda, toxic masculinity, evangelical indoctrination, intellectual laziness, manipulated nationalism, unchecked capitalism, hatred for Hillary, political fatigue, disenfranchisement, fear of replacement, and celebrity worship. Wow, did you catch all that? Did you see how brilliantly he set it all up too? First, he appealed to people's pain because it is true that there is a cosmic shift in inner circles and professional relationships everywhere. And it is sad to realize relationships we believe to be built on mutual respect are, in fact, based on superficial threads. So he's got the reader hooked and their emotions invested. Then he levels up with the outrage over racism, 
connect, uh, creating next level emotions in readers, that is right where he wants them because now they are more receptive to whatever he says next. And that's when he fills those open hearts with the one-sided bullshit that is precisely what he is pretending to be better than. Pavlovitz had an opportunity to connect everyone through this piece, to build on common ground. Instead, he manipulated emotions to advance the cause of divisiveness. That sound familiar to anyone? The more accurate microscopic parceling out of every conceivable contributing factor to the phenomenon sweeping our country would be this. White supremacy, I mean, you can't deny that exists in places, right? But what about Antifa? And what about all the hate-based groups being given free reign to spread their poison and commit violent crimes under the protection of elected officials? What about the pro-choice refusal to recognize a human life is not a choice at all? And the segment of pro-lifers who actually do condemn women when compassion is the better solution? What about all news propaganda, including his article? How about the rejection of science and the rise of new genders as a blanket cure for confused hearts and minds instead of proper support and a case-by-case, in-depth approach to the root causes of that distress? What about the attack on faith or weaponized patriotism? How about the call for socialism and condemnation of capitalism? How about the hypocrisy and abuse of power out there? And then there's the hijacking of just causes for openly Marxist agendas followed up with a deny and counter-accuse tactic being used as an effective strategy to achieve anarchy. I'll grant them the last few on that list, okay? There is political fatigue, absolutely. Disenfranchisement, check. And celebrity worship, I'd say absolutely an issue too. But I am beginning to suspect that we have different interpretations on those. This article, man, you know what this article is like? This article is like a day packed with sunshine, but it's actually like minus 20 degrees out. It's deceptively inviting and dangerously deceiving. It's enough to lure unsuspecting people out into that sunshine and actually convince them it's warm. In fact, this article itself and sharing it actually promotes the very things it professes to be weary of while pretending to be unbiased and a champion for good. But I can't begrudge the man, that would make me hypocritical too. He clearly has an agenda and he knows how to achieve it. I can't fault him that for that, right? Because I actually respect his right to disagree with me. I may not like what he has to say, but I know he has a right to say it. Come to think of it, I almost walked right out into that freezing cold sunny day with the rest of his readers too, because I have been mourning the illusions of friendships and even family that I've been holding on to. I have been shocked to have people I know, love, and respect offer to educate me on the right way rather than invite an open conversation in which they were interested in my beliefs and thoughts as well. I have noticed walls of silence where comments and interactions once appeared on my feeds, but not on my part. This is from people who have rejected me, not because I've called them disparaging names in return to their posts or attacked them as a person in response to their inflammatory posts, but because I questioned their stances and I sought to dig deeper into the rationale for holding their views. I wanted to know why were they so mad about this headline? Like, what is the underlying story behind it? They'd post something, I'd ask questions. Well, what happened here? What happened there? Did you see this? Did you see that? What is the answer to this question I have? This issue raises this question in my mind. How can we do this better? People don't like that, man. They don't want to be questioned. They want to post their headline and they want to be the righteous one and they want to carry on. They're not really interested 
and digging underneath the layers or in even acknowledging that somebody could have trouble grasping it from the same point of view that they're holding. And that's, that's where I lost them, really. I wanted to understand why they feel and believe what they do so I can better understand them. And I wanted to learn things that I might not have known. So sometimes, every now and then, someone will take me up on the invitation and I'm actually able to have a conversation with them. And I do always learn something from those, whether or not that person chooses to remain connected with me anymore. Now that's another question because what I am finding is that when I question beliefs or I want to know more, people just get frustrated and they shut down. They don't want to talk about it, but I'll talk about it all night, whether I'm right or wrong or whatever. I may say things wrong, but I want to know that. I want to know if I say something wrong or if I get a point wrong and I want to ask those questions, but you know, I, I, I just get shut down and it gets very, very frustrating. It's like, most of the invitations that I, I extended for those conversations were just declined like faster than when I was 16 years old and invited to my birthday party and nobody came. That's kind of, that's kind of the feeling again. And I waited all alone in that room. It turns out that the friends I have, they're not actually interested in me in the person or learning something new themselves. One person, I'm going to say one person did make, make an exception to his rule. He offered to grandfather me into his list, even though I intend to vote for President Trump. He said he'd make an exception for me. And I thought that was very kind of him. So Mr. Pavlovitz, bravo to you. You've succeeded in convincing your followers that they are blameless for what is happening in this country. You have deftly shifted that burden to my shoulder and to millions of others like mine. You have shifted it to our president. You're a genius, really, because these are good people with good hearts. They would never intentionally hurt anyone else. You have further assured people that the lawlessness and violence being inflicted upon innocent lives, it's just, that's just an unavoidable effect of an evil president and all the misguided Americans who are too small-minded to understand that personal accountability has no place in this new world you and the radical left are determined to build capitalism, hard work, those are bad. God is bad and patriotism is among the biggest sins there is outside of defending an infant in his mother's womb. But you see, the upside of being a straight up loser for most of my youth, having been so desperate and felt so alone by the time I was 12 years old that I was actually praying for the courage to kill myself, having endured the loss of my husband in Iraq on top of one further layer of pain after another is that I am actually... I'm not afraid to lose friends again. I don't want to lose them, but I'm not going to be silenced in order to preserve a fake relationship because you see, I've been there and done that too, and I'm not going back. Mr. Pavlovich, you cannot manipulate hatred in a heart that refuses to nurture it. You cannot control anger that is held in stronger hands than yours, and you cannot abuse power over a person who refuses to believe she is powerless. And you will not destroy a country that my family and others like it have given so much for. Those are my thoughts on the article I saw today. You can find Mr. Pavlovich's article at johnpavlovich.com. He's done an excellent job demonstrating that we, the people, can no longer rely on hope as a strategy. We cannot simply assume that this country is going to right itself. If you want to be a part of bringing balance and true equality back to our beautiful country, come to the Great American Syndicate. You're going to find other proudly patriotic Americans from all walks of life in there in a community built on mutual respect and common grounds instead of fear and hate. This is a brand new community that Dave and I are launching. It is still being, the last few layers are being laid out. 
It is almost good to go. You can see it there, greatamericansyndicate.com. We're going to be sharing more about this later, but it is our place, our platform, where we are going to counter these articles and these messages by people like John Pavlovitz and all the others who want to believe in those messages and give in and feed to the hatred and the fuel, uh, the fear and the desperation in this country instead of being a part of the positive change, which is what we are going to be. Hope to see you there. (laughs) 